This is Adult and Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be headed to rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to another episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both. Hit him. Adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. Um, sipping on a little Drew Coffee Chuggachino right now. So bomb. So bomb. Keeping me alive and well, extra hydrated. And let me tell you, those antioxidants are a flowing through my body. And which bit? It's it's like it's like a double antioxidants boost. There you go. Because the coffee's already got it. And then you add the Chuggachino and it's like now your, your your health is going to the moon. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to go to the moon right now, okay? I feel like I'm actually in the moon right now. I'll explain that in a second. But um, and, and I know you can't be in the moon. You have to be on the moon, correct? I would. I, would, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's possible to be in the moon. I just you know what? Now that I think it about it, and I'm not going to go too off course right now. This got weird real fast. But hold on, hold on. You are on Earth, but you're also kind of in Earth too. How so? Well... When you look at the globe from afar, right, let's say you're in space, it kind of just all looks like one big surface. But mm-hmm. when you get onto Earth, you're actually more inside of it. Mm. So therefore, there that could be the moon too. Sure. We don't, I don't know. Is that science? The, all of it's science. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. um, what I was going to say is we still have that code available for you. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Um, Chocachino, guys. Probably seen it on our stories. We talked about it last week. I have partnered with them for Drew Coffee. We're going to do some really cool future collaborations and giveaways or whatever. This stuff changed that game for us when it comes to coffee. We found them through some cafes that we go to, um, but now they sell stuff that you can buy for home use. Um, and through the collab with Drew, I have an exclusive discount for you guys. It's literally code Drew, D-R-E-W. It'll get you 20% off if it's looked good or if you've already had it and you're craving it, which uh, you will once you have it, go and grab some code Drew, 20% off. Um, I think I said this last week. I legitimately don't think you can get that deal anywhere else. You can't. And if you try to go buy a Chagachino at a coffee shop, you're going to spend- Oh yeah, it's like eight bucks, 10 And it'll be glorious because believe me, I I learned how to prioritize that Chagachino. I said, you know what? That is worth $8 because not only does it make me feel good, it's actually good for me. But if you want to make it at home, you can get 20% off. Just use the code Drew. Okay. So we're going to get into the show. We've got our adulting wins and fails, and then um, we'll hit you with some real life stuff after the break. But let let me ask you first, what's your win and fail? So my win is um, we had a pretty social weekend. It was really nice. Like, <laughs> I'm sure everyone right now is sort of feeling the same way. It was, finally. It was really nice. Like we went out, we hung out with some friends. That was like, this was like our crew for several years. Like this was like my crew before I even moved to LA. These were my friends that like connected me here, right? I mean, I've slept on my buddy Mike's couch for two months when I moved to LA. Um, and we we didn't fall off, but everybody kind of, not everybody, we sort of 
school. They're just like with some distance there. Well, um, they have kids. We yeah, have yeah, kids. but that's the, yeah, the that's the thing. Hit. That's the thing. I was going to say is that like life just kind of takes over. Like everybody's working on, you know, being ambitious and trying to trying to like get, you know be successful for themselves, and then people start having kids, and that's just how it goes, right? I'm sure you guys all experience that. Uh, but we got to hang out with this crew, and it was so nice seeing everybody. Like it just felt like it felt five to 10 years ago. It was pretty fun. It was cool. Uh, and then I even took it a step further and the boys got together the very next morning to play basketball. And for me, if you listen to last week, I, we, we talked all about balance and it, it's one of the things that I've been lacking and I'm focusing on finding better balance, whatever that means for, for me, it's probably different than what it is for you. Um, but one of the things I was missing was just the camaraderie, like being with my boys and having that, that guy time, and I got some of it and it, it was, it was like, I mean, it's so simple, but it was freaking great. Like I walked away from this weekend, just feeling like, like more of a whole person, you know, my fail is Friday night. We didn't get home till like 11. Right. Which you're probably like, wow, that's, that's not late at all. But when you have two kids, it's late. All right. And then I decided I hadn't eaten dinner yet. So I had to make dinner at 1130 and I'm just like sitting there thinking like, man, I had a great night. I'm hungry. I'm making dinner. This, this feels great, but I'm going to pay for this tomorrow. And I did. I think Gio woke up at like six o'clock on Saturday morning and I had three beers, right? Which is like nothing, but with two kids, three beers is a thing. And then staying up till midnight or after midnight is a thing. So I was hurting Saturday. So that's my fail. And then I played basketball, like I said, Saturday morning and I haven't done anything like that in geez, a year. My body hurt so bad and still hurts so bad. Like I have not felt like this probably in multiple years. Um, so I, like right now, I don't know if it was worth it. I had a good time, but I'm hurting. <laughs> so that's my fail. Okay. So my win before you started talking about the weekend was going to be really brief. So I'm just going to hit it real quick. You guys were recording from our, um, gym outside in the garage which is also partially Andrew's office. He has like a desk set up. And um, the win is that it feels really good to be just a little bit removed from the house because I don't have the... I told you. I don't you. have the capacity to think about or hear what the kids are doing with Nami. Mm -hmm. um, and it's actually really as challenging nice. as it is for me to like fully disconnect. Being forced to not being able to hear or see is really helpful because I can just tell myself that things are fine or they're not and they're being handled and I'm not in control. Now, do you understand why I was pushing to get an office outside the house? Like not the garage, I but I was understand. trying to find something. I do understand. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. We all need more balance, right? You need your alone time. Like for me, I don't work well when I can hear other people, see other people. Like I just need my space. Oh yeah. And so that's why I was pushing for it, but it's the out of sight, out of mind thing. And it's not, it's not a negative. It's like, it's okay to have to want and have that time. No, I, I understand now. And I, I, I do get it because I was speaking with another mom who is an entrepreneur actress, um, earlier today on her podcast. And anyways, she was saying to me, like, it's really challenging when you are a parent and you work from home to like really build in that structure because for so long, our careers were always sort of like, all over the place, right? You're used to going to an audition, maybe getting a job, maybe not. Your call time's being all over the place. You're just, you're not a nine to five. Mm -hmm. um, so when you have a kid and you throw working in, at home in and there, kids, yeah, kids that you have to like force yourself to 
to follow some sort of structure or else you won't get anything done. I feel like I'm looking at you and you're probably just rolling your eyes inside your head because you're thinking, I've said this for so long. We probably dedicated 18 episodes. Okay, I get it. Structure. I understand, but you know how it is. If someone else says it outside of Andrew Gardner, then I finally understand. For sure. That's how it works. You guys all understand. If you have a partner, <laughs> if they say something to you, you're like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. All right? Someone else says the same exact thing. You're like, that's a great idea. Yep, exactly. Um, my fail is that I reek of spit up because mm. I can't keep a shirt clean these days. Whole nother story. But what I was going to say is when you were talking about the weekend, I wanted to add to my win being that, um, and I feel really lucky to be able to even say this, but on Saturday when you left to go play basketball with the guys, um, it was kind of one of the few times I've been home with the both kids, no help. And, um, I, I actually really enjoyed the experience. It went really well. Um, it was a good skill and a good like muscle, right. To use Mm -hmm. and, and try to figure out how to manage both. And I feel weird saying that. And I don't know if it's just like society or like some of that, that mom guilt out there that exists, um, that I haven't been forced to have more opportunities like that. Cause I know how many moms are out there going, what do you mean? I'm with my kids, probably multiple or more than two, whatever every day and no help. And I just want to say you are amazing. Superheroes. You are a superhero. Um, because at any given point, you could be wiping a kid, and I have done it. I have been wiping Gio's butt while holding Ivory on my boob while she's eating. Um, and it's not one of my fondest memories. You do it, but you're sweating bullets in the meantime, just thinking like, I can't believe this is really happening. Mm-hmm. This is my life. You're trying to basically detour. Did that happen every- when I was gone on Saturday? Or Absolutely. Was it pretty no, he, he ha- so Gio is mostly potty trained, and he really just, he takes his poops in his toilet and that thing is a not easy to clean and b he always manages to do it while it's like during ivory's feed time dude uh, i guess it's just what it is but i just i never envisioned a, a point in my life where i'd be taking like a little like a lid from a miniature potty and like dumping turds into a, a big potty and then having to wash it out yeah you know what i mean like yeah. i guess that's just what happens like that's just what it is but i mean he he used the bathroom in the car Mm -hmm. three times yesterday Mm -hmm. during this birthday party we were at Mm -hmm. and he didn't have an accident so it just is what it is you just have to accept that that's the circumstance yeah turns out he actually likes using the the potty in the back of the car who who would have thought who would have knew for him it's really i mean he doesn't really know any better it's his potty it's familiar and he Mm -hmm. knows what to do and it was all good Mm -hmm. But yeah, so solid um, win and fail, except for the fact that I I can't even handle the smell of my own shirt right now. We got the same outfit on what? in terms of smell. Oh, yeah. And like the consistency of what it's made of now. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think I took two or three throw-ups this morning. Yeah. Um, before we came out to our, our office garage gym. Mm-hmm. You were talking to me about all sorts of things that you were waiting to just dump on me. Well, here's what it is. Keeping it a hundo per huge, we both looked at each other and we're like, we 
what do we make today's episode about? Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's just being a hundo with you guys. Sometimes we go into an episode and we're like, we can't wait to get this off our chest or we have somewhere talking to or whatever. Today, we didn't schedule my uncle because we really want to get to his story. Um, instead, we're taking this episode to just update you on all the things. And I made a notepad Uh-oh. on my phone of if all the, the things. If this girl ever makes notes... You know, it's like serious business. <laughs> okay, well, let's take a break and we'll get into it. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. So we have gotten um, a pretty big response um, about our sex episode. Our episode all about sex. That one? Yeah. <laughs> and I actually think... One of the cooler things I've heard is um, from a friend of mine, um, actually a couple, but I'll I'll talk about her experience a little bit um, without naming names. She's a podcast listener as well, and she was saying how that episode was really kind of life-changing for her and her relationship. Um, This is super common, and I want to say it out loud because I feel like women don't open up about this often, but I know a handful of people who would relate to this who um, they have not orgasmed during intercourse before. And what is so amazing about a product like Foria is that it helps you really get in touch with the things that help stimulate that feeling for you, help you climax, like help you get into the right headspace. Um, And that was something my friend was telling me the other day is that she needed to hear our conversation around this because it almost gave her that permission to start being a little bit more intimate with herself to understand her body and her needs so that she can bring that into her relationship. And it, a thing like that can really change the game for your own mental health, but also the health of your relationship. Um, so I'm just a huge advocate of talking about sexual wellness more and using, um, for products and introducing them more to our listeners. And that's why I'm so excited that they sponsor our show. They have an intimacy collection that, um, is pretty awesome. It, I mean, for all you guys out there, their bestseller ever is the awaken arousal oil. And what I like about that is that you can use it completely on your own. So if you're not in a relationship, you can use that on your own. You can use it in a relationship. The collection includes um, CBD enriched, the CBD enriched arousal oil, lubricant, suppositories. Which the lubricant was something that Kiana said should be used every time you have sex. I was talking to my friend about that piece. Uh-huh. And I said, because I don't know, no one talks about sex, right? Like enough. And I said, did it not blow your mind when she said that you should be using lubricant every single time she goes, I've never used it. Mm-hmm. And I felt so heard and seen. I was like, yeah, mm, me either. <laughs> <laughs> until now. Um, anyways, we'll get more into that later. Cause again, I want to talk more about this, but anyways, the intimacy collection has everything you could ever need. And the best part is all of their stuff is hundred percent plant-based. It's organic. There's zero fragrances, additives, synthetics, no chemicals. And that's important to me because this stuff goes yeah, obviously too. on you and inside of you. Um, and we've got an awesome offer. We have a wonderful offer. So, uh, for our listeners for a limited time, you guys can get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash adulting. That's F O R I A foria wellness.com slash adulting for 20% off your first order. Um, if you guys are comfortable and we've had 
uh, I'll just say a number of people comfortable enough to share how much they enjoyed the show and that they ordered from for you. I mean, I had so many DMS to me personally, which I found interesting. I didn't expect it. Um, if you're comfortable enough to share, please share with us because that's wonderful feedback for you. We know their team. Well, we know that they love, uh, seeing your guys' feedback and how excited everybody is. So when you take advantage of the offer, get your 20% off, let us know on Instagram or, you know, just shoot us a DM if you want to be private or an email, whatever, but just let us know because we love the feedback. And so do they. Yep. All right, guys. Enjoy. And now back to adulting like a mother father. All right, guys, jumping back in here. Uh, so Daniela has her phone out. Okay. And uh, so she has a bunch of things she wants to go through. And I, I and just want to flush it all out, update everyone. No, I understand, but things. I'm looking at this list right now and it looks quite com- it's not that bad. comprehensive. It's not that bad. I've never seen you write more than three lines before. And well, I listen, see I'm passionate about 14. our listeners. I don't want anyone to be in the dark, okay? And there's wow. a lot to cover. But before that, I want to mention that we do have some questions from you guys, which thank you again for sending those in. You can always email us at um, adultinglikeamotherfather at gmail.com. We love reading your emails and um, we'll get to that at the end of the show. But before that, um, (laughs) so you guys, first off, I'm just going to hit you with what just happened before we got on this podcast. Um, Well, a number of things happened, but one really big thing, and I don't want it to go unnoticed. We made another offer on a house Oh yeah, we did do that. Are you kidding? Don't <laughs> oh yeah me because this no, is it's a, it, it's a big deal. But we've talked about this a couple of times already. Like I, I just don't want to get emotional about it. But I think it's perfectly fine to talk about it because I'm not super. I don't think I'm superstitious when it comes to this. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If we talk about it and it it doesn't happen, I'm not going to blame it on the fact that we talked about it. It's a big move and I want to be very present. No, I, yeah, I have no problem talking about it. I'm just not going to get super invested into it. Oh, definitely you know? not. No, because... <laughs> we learned we, very quickly. In the last... We put an offer in on another house and like this market is insane right now. And so many people have cash. I don't know how, but they do. And uh, like before, I think a counter was even pushed back at everybody who had made an offer. Like the the price was already 300K over what the asking price was, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me do you think that i can just share who what house we made in nah. why well people are going to want to know now um i don't know it's private so some things need to be private i'm gonna say it no because that's that's private for them as well why don't you think no okay i guess not it's not even that big of a deal that's fine okay i just like some privacy and i'm sure others do too <laughs> i'll share a little bit <laughs> Okay. It's just because if, and half, I'm sure so many of our listeners have no idea who I'm talking about. hundred percent. It's not even a big deal. Okay. I won't even say the name. Okay. Okay. So the house, the first house that we made an offer on, um, that we've already talked about. Before which, you share, could you get your shoe off the chair? I can't stand the interruption. <laughs> okay. okay. Now it's going to go on your arm. There's a foot on your arm. Enjoy. Okay, so the house that we made an offer on um, a couple weeks back was a well-known blogger's home, and it wasn't in our ideal neighborhood per se, but we loved the home, and if you guys follow this person, which maybe you do, maybe you don't, maybe I'll share in a DM if you hit me up, um, the house was immaculately done. It was so perfect, 
so well done, so to our taste. But um, like Andrew said, I think it went up, I mean, maybe $300,000 over It was asking. so fast and so furious. So fast and so furious. And we were not prepared to no. get into a bidding war, especially with a house that um, wasn't in like our, our desired neighborhood that we wanted to be in. Um, so cut to this now house that we made an offer on today. It is in the actual neighborhood we want to be in. Um, it has so much of what we're looking for, but it is a fixer ish. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's beautiful, but I don't think much has been done since probably it's got probably the original the 80s, owner. Yeah. Maybe nineties. Exactly. It needs some work. Um, it'd be one of those things that, you know, it's a bit of a stretch for us. So like we'd move in and, and just have to live for a while, which is, which is fine, but we do need a little extra space. And it has, for me, it's like all about location, the X factors and opportunity. And it has all of them. Yeah. There would be plenty of space for us to grow and, work and enjoy so we'll see we'll keep you updated on that again it is a wild market when we went to go see this home okay they slotted us for i don't know 15 minutes to view it right and there had been a line out the door by the time we left there was there was like like three or four other parties outside waiting to come in correct so we'll see send good wishes if it's meant to be it's meant to be um so I'm just going to rampage through this list. Um, I did my Zoom call from the bathroom this morning. Um, it's my new place. To, That's why we need some more space. Correct. Um, I've been doing kinder beauty calls from I did, the bathroom. I did tell you to come out here to the office. Yeah, I get it. But it's just, okay, whatever. I did it from the bathroom. It's right. fine. <sighs> Another thing that's been on my mind is how obnoxious customer service um, agents are in the travel department. I'm going to cut you with a little, a quick little story, trying to book travel to my dad's house in Idaho. Okay. And parents out there might relate, might not, but when you have kids, you literally overanalyze every detail when it comes to a flight, because now we have a kid who's pretty much potty trained. So we need to have, you know, (sighs) We need to have our toilet with us, okay? So I'm thinking about the hours in which we're in the car because I know when he typically poops. We have to take the toilet. Absolutely, we have to take the toilet to the airport. Absolutely. Who does that? That's what you do. I've never seen anybody travel with a toilet. You're probably not paying attention. What did they? I mean, they don't just carry the toilet like out and about. So the toilet that we're going to be carrying is a travel toilet it's compact mm. you can put it on an actual toilet okay and use it as like a comfort seat for a little booty this sounds crazy or you take it in your car or the beauty of it is you can literally put it in the grass and you can pee directly into the grass or poop directly into the grass there's biodegradable bags that i just bought great i'll be using it too <sighs> a lot of details i think it's only overanalyzed this one this time around because it's the first one like first time getting on a plane now with two kids we're just like holy moly i'm just trying to be mindful of like their nap windows which is nearly impossible when you're traveling you just got to roll with the punches and you know them both sitting on our laps and what i learned today is you are not allowed to sit two children under two in a row so if you have a child that's sitting on your lap and I have a child that's sitting on my lap. We have to be sitting in two separate rows. Is that a safety thing just because like in case there's an emergency? I would like, like to would think that to it's a safety thing, but I think it's more of a be courteous thing. I don't know about that. 
That's weird though. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to book our flight for two separate rows. And then when we get on the flight, we might be able to talk to the person and just say, hey, would it be okay? Yeah, well, if it's a safety thing, they're never going to let us do it, but we can try. This is all things. I feel like families are always split up and now maybe I understand why. So I think that like, look, we're going to mess up their nap schedules. It is what it is like that. You know, that part's fine. Like you got to do it if you want to travel, but it's more of like, when you live in LA, this is an LA problem. Like which airport do you go to? Cause we live way closer to Burbank than LAX and LAX is a disaster. Mm-hmm. You got to deal with traffic. And then it's like, is it better to go to the more convenient airport, but have to take a flight that has a stop Correct. or go deal direct. with going to LAX to be able to fly direct, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Cause imagine my thought is like a, a you know, two leg flight is you got to load everything on once and then pull it all off and then make it to the other plane and do the same thing again. My fear is that if for some reason Gio gets some social anxiety, which is something that he has, then we have to convince him to get back on another flight that he might not be comfortable getting back on. <laughs> so the one way sounds the best. Yeah. Or the I think, he, I think he's going to like it. We'll see. Um, so you guys, just quick adult tip. Learn from my mistake, okay? Going to go uh, book this flight and I Google, I think I Google Alaskan Airlines because that's the flight that made the most sense. And I called the number, the first one to pop up on Google. Which was probably an ad which was probably an ad that said Alaskan Airlines, called the number, talked to an agent, booked our travel. Turns out that, my friend, was a travel agency. What did they say when they answered the phone? I don't remember, but I just remember it being a very, like, normal conversation you would have with the travel agent, like at, at an Alaskan airline. Like it didn't feel any different. They were like, Hey, let's book your travel. I was like, that's why I called. Did they say thanks for calling Alaskan airlines or did they say <laughs> thanks for calling X travel agency? Um, that I don't recall, <laughs> but my lesson is only, only you. My lesson is, is I'm going to have to forego that flight because it got a little clunky with them. They're no. not accommodating no, our we're needs. Not, we're not giving them money. And they won't let me cancel. No. The change fees are $1,000. You keep asking for the next person above the next person um, above the next person. Do you understand that when I, know, I, I know called? No, I know you're giving it a go. Oh, I'm I have called saying, four like, times. We won't. No, we don't just, you just don't donate money to that, you know, especially when they're not accommodating. So this is a PSA for everybody, like challenge things like that. Don't let somebody just tell you like you can't have a refund or you're getting a, $250 change fee. You call and ask. It a was a bunch thousand dollar change free change fee. Well then it's free. If it's a change free, <laughs> I'm, I want so badly to just be done with speaking with them. I get it. I get it. That I'm going to try to dispute no, it with my credit card that as an opportunity to give my PSA really. Right. But this, that's what I was going to say in that event, maybe try disputing it with them. And then if that doesn't work, dispute it with your credit card. And if that doesn't work, hallelujah, take the flight or just say, F it, that was my last Yeah. Thing. I mean, it's kind of bad, bad business, sort of like bad ethics to just decide you don't want something and then dispute it with your credit card company. But they are there to protect you and you should have some travel protection. And the reality is, is like, like, I've had a, I've had change fees and stuff waived a bunch of times and best case scenario, they'll waive the whole thing. It's like a one-time convenience thing. Worst case scenario, they might discount it for you, but make sure you guys do that. Like don't, don't let people say, Oh, it's going to cost you $500 to change flights. It's ridiculous. Yep. Well, that's the circumstance that's right, I'm in. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So trying to get over that piece is annoying. Um, another thing that's super annoying in terms of customer service is, um, calling your doctor for a, um, for a sexy faxy <laughs> for a prescription for birth control. I actually got a question, um, on my Instagram. Someone was asking what birth control I ended up going with you guys. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but because we keep it a hundo, I am three and a half months postpartum still not sexless <laughs> still we're waiting to get on this phoria stuff like the actual no, sexual oh, 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 oh you mean phoria yeah phoria Dude, combined no, 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 with no, sexy no, no we're, i mean no pun intended we're juiced to get on this phoria juice <laughs> but we can't do it on the sexual side yeah we've been we've been using up the bath products and stuff which are amazing tell but, them about what we did the other night oh the foot soak yeah Oh, didn't we tell people about that already? No. <laughs> oh, the foot. You got to do a foot soak every once in a while. So here's, okay. I set up very late date night foot soak. Okay. A couple chairs or whatever they were. Just fill up the bath a little ways enough to soak your feet. I put some Foria um, wellness, like CBD bath salt in there. And we talked for like an hour. Played some spa music, like dim the light. So it was, it was pretty romantic. And then we just chatted and we just soaked our feet. It was glorious. Mm. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Oh my gosh. Cool new friend of the pod, Ledge Loungers, you guys. I'm so stoked to have them on board. Me too. And I don't know, for any of you who don't know what Ledge Loungers are. Google it right now. That and also check out, you know, our Instagram stories from like, summer being in the pool like we have these in our pool we've okay there's so many cool things about the ledge lounger products um but we've had like their traditional chaise loungers in our pool is it chase chase chaise or chaise <laughs> i think it's chaise, chaise. <laughs> we we've had those loungers in our pool for probably four or five years now yeah um they were the first other than getting chewed on because jake chewed on them like a few years back they haven't faded. They're still in wonderful condition. They've literally been in the water for four years or whatever it is. Okay, let me just spell it out. They're a chase lounge that is so comfortable. It literally goes inside of your pool. Um, it is weighted down by water, um, and it's resort quality. So I actually saw these in an influencer's Instagram account of years course. ago. No, but they were at a resort. And Ah. we were right at the time we were trying to build our pool. And I envisioned having this Baja, which is that platform in the beginning of a pool where you can like sit, hang out, whatever. But I was like, how do you even sit and hang out on a Baja? How do you utilize it properly without proper furniture? So I saw these and I was like, this resort must have like, I don't know. How do I find out what this is? Found out they were ledge loungers, found out that you can totally have them in your own pool. They're just high end quality. Um, and so we got them and been obsessed ever since. So yeah, they're so clutch. Um, like the, the quality is amazing. They're UV resistant. So they'll give you fade resistance from the sun for up to 10 years or more. Yep. Um, so they have the pool collection. They have patio furniture as well. Our um, big planters that are olive trees are oh, in yeah, our ledge yeah, lounges. Yeah. Listen guys, I mean, this is nice stuff, right? This is if you've got a backyard that you're ready to, to do up or you've got a pool, you're looking to take to the next level. This stuff is an investment in your outdoor space, but it is a wonderful one. It, uh, they function 
amazing. They, yeah. They look so dope. You can trust the quality of the product and hundred percent, you know, yeah, that's where I'll, I'll end it. Just go to ledgeloungers.com and check out all the, the cool stuff that they have. Okay. Oh, and for those of you that care about, uh, where they're made, everything's made in the U S from start to finish from design all the way through manufacturing. Yeah. <laughs> I love the details. <laughs> all right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Okay, so back to the freaking customer service problem I'm having. You guys, three weeks ago, I called my doctor's office. I said, you guys recommended Fexi, which if you were following my story from when I admitted that I wanted to try Fexi, this was probably, that was, <gasps> that was my six week postpartum checkup is when he recommended Fexi. Okay. Mm. So I get on, on it. I call Fexi. They give me so the we're, so, so we're runaround. A, mo- a month and a half out there. Correct. They give me the runaround. They say, yeah, we can we can give you the prescription. I said, okay, cool. Call it into Rite Aid. They call me back. They say, we can't have it go to Rite Aid. And so I say, they said they need permission from Rite Aid. Rite Aid needs to call us to get the prescription. I said, okay, cool. I call Rite Aid. I say, hey, can you call Fexi up at whatever doctor's office this is um, and get this prescription for me? They say, okay, cool. They call Fexi up. I never hear anything back. A week goes by. I'm like, what the heck is wrong? So I call mm-hmm. Rite Aid. I say, hey, do you have my my prescription? They go, oh, nobody ever called that number. I said, cool. Here's the number. Can you call them and try to get the prescription? They told me that you need to call. And then they said, um, yeah, no problem. Call back to Rite Aid. Hey, how'd that go? Oh, um, yeah, we can't get the prescription here. I said, okay, thanks for not telling me. I've been waiting for two and a half weeks to figure out why you don't have my prescription. So I called the doctor's office. I say, hey, really difficult to get Fexi over to Rite Aid. Is there anything that you guys can do on your end? Like, could you make a call to a pharmacy? I will drive. I did not realize, okay? They say, okay, cool. We'll call it into the pharmacy and let you know. Um, I get a call back from my doctor's office this saying, is the best part. saying, Hey, Daniela, um, try calling into Rite Aid. Doesn't work, obviously. Okay, we had to get it into a a specialty pharmacy, okay? Hope that works. Thanks so much. Um, Talk to you later. Bye. So I'm like, cool, didn't give me a pharmacy name or anything. So what is this specialty pharmacy? Is this specialty pharmacy going to give me a special call? The best part was like, oh, so we couldn't do it with Rite Aid, but uh, we got you you one at the specialty pharmacy. Correct. With no, okay, nothing, nothing else. So I said, okay, cool. Maybe what that means is I should be expecting a call from specialty pharmacy per se. Mm-hmm. Never heard from Mr. Special. And I was like, cool. I mean, what am I supposed to do at this point? I call back my doctor's office. They are so busy. I can't get a hold of anyone. I've left three messages at this point. I sound like a desperate sexual being. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my sexy over here. And I get no call back. Finally, I call again. I wait, I wait, I wait. I just keep dialing zero until friggin' someone random answers the phone call. I said, thank you so much for taking my call after four weeks. Trying to get this Fexi. Been talking to someone by a name, I don't know, I think her name's Amanda. Amanda tried to call the Fexi and she says, is that a specialty pharmacy? I don't know where the specialty pharmacy is. Can you tell me where to go? They go, oh, let me look into that. It's in Newberry Park. It's a great area. Newberry Park, I, I heard, said. I heard you the first time. That is that is at least 45 minutes to an hour from our house. Okay. Great, With great traffic, area, maybe an hour and a half. Um, I said, guess what? You know, I can't actually make it to Newberry Park. Okay. Is there any way that you can get this prescription sent to 
anywhere in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And you know what they said? What? Let me look into that and we will call you back. Have I heard back? I have not. Mm. And Andrew over here will not, will not pass go. I refuse. Without (laughs) a form of BC, birth control. I think they picked that one up. (sighs) You all right? I think I should have seen her face while she was telling the story. (laughs) Intense, man. I just don't get it. I... Mm, I'll just leave it at that. So look, look, look. Uh, at the end of the day, not everybody has logic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was that was a display of of lack of. Mm. And so, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just on you to fill in the gaps. Correct. Yeah. So go get your sexy fexy. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be like on I'm gonna go on like some off market website and see if anyone's selling it secondhand. <laughs> Dude, I'm sure Craigslist or Facebook has a good Oh, ad. my gosh. Um, yeah. What else is on your list? Um, well, you guys um, got to do my taxes, okay? I don't Me know if too. anyone out there listening um, has ventured to do their own. That was due just a few weeks ago. <laughs> but in my world, oh, taxes long. are done at the very last minute, at the very last extension available. Um, but now we're rushing to do it because guess what you need in order to pay for a home qualification that you can pay for said home. So in order to requalify, even though we jumped through 87 hoops to get qualified, they really, really want to see my current, uh, tax return for 2020. Yeah. Which makes sense. I do understand. They want to validate the numbers. Correct. But don't qualify us based on the past tax returns and then say, well, we're going to have to requalify you now because one year has passed. Your P&Ls aren't quite enough. We would really love to see some I think some we were always going to have to get the 2020 tax. returns in. I think that was always going to be a thing. I think they were just saying, like, here's, a, here's an initial prequal to get you going so you know, like, where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know? What I want to say is if I can't even find the time to slip away to do our podcast for one hour a day, how am I supposed to find the time to do my tax returns before October 15th? After 7.30 p.m. I'm just kidding. No, it's not the end of the world. It's just another like piece of adulting that I'm just... Are you ready to go with your stuff for your 2020 returns though? Okay. I have done my own taxes. Does your guy have everything that he needs? I have done my own taxes since I was 18 years old. Okay. Your own taxes? My own taxes. And not filed, but I have literally put together everything that needs to be put together and sent it over. And I know that sounds, no, to the average person, don't laugh at me. Look at my eyes right now. That's not doing your taxes. Okay. I, what I mean by that is when you are an independent contractor or self-employed, I don't have one form of income. I have like 27 bare minimum forms of income. Okay. Right. And it is not easy to put together all of that information and make it make sense Mm -hmm. for my accountant who just got an email address two years ago. Yeah. Has a flip phone and has (laughs) no idea how I make income. Every time he says to me, can you explain that? Because I don't understand how you mm-hmm. pay a bill. Well, reality is he's probably not the right from. accountant. There's others that would specialize. Correct. Be better fits. What I'm saying is I am, every year I go down this tax return lane and yeah, I- Yeah, but, but you come into it like 
just just playing devil's advocate, you come into it with the same level of preparation every year. You know what I mean? Like you're not doing anything differently. <laughs> And you're just expecting him to be able to understand it all and like wrap it all up for you. I thought when I started dating a CPA that I would have some support. I wasn't a tax guy, but I do support you. I'm the one that runs all your, your, your data. I run your spreadsheets and stuff. Since when? Did I not do it for the prequel? Correct. For the prequel. Did I not do it for your last set of tax returns? Not for the tax returns. Yes, I did. That was to get prequel. I pulled for- all your transaction history. Okay. But that was for our refi. Not for our tax returns. Okay. I'm sure I helped with those. Um, no, you didn't. I do all that myself. Liar. I feel gypped. I feel you robbed. Do it. You don't do I've it yourself. I've been 10 years you. With asked you asked me 1,487,000 questions when it comes time to pull any information that you need. That's not accurate. That's, okay. That's one too 86. many questions. <sighs> Moral of the story is, you guys... I have an adulting list from here to friggin' Texas, and I don't have the capacity to do this in a timely manner, okay? Mm. And that's why things like extracurricular activities, like, oh, I don't know, intimacy is certainly on the back burner because guess what? I've got an optometrist I got to go see because I can't see in front of my face right now. My my contact lessons I'm wearing right now, they are... I got them, I put new ones in before having ivory, so it's been almost four months. And these are disposable. Mm, so how long are you supposed to wear? Like a month max. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm four, ti- four times in them. Okay. You know, because I'm just You got to save like what you that. can save. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to update everyone on our um, health and wellness journey is we have worked out with Sam four times. And guess what? <laughs> I'm still the same weight I was since having Ivory. The, okay. I understand how that's important to you, but the weight is not important. I understand. Do you feel any better or feel like you look any better? Um, Not necessarily. Are you doing anything outside of working out that once a week with Sam? I walk and do I walk? do not stop moving when we're in the house. I do not sit down until the kids are asleep. But that's not different than when before Sam started. Okay, so outside of Sam... Have you changed your diet at all? Not necessarily. Dude, your wires are crossing so hard right now. I just... It's not the same, I guess. You can't expect a bunch of change if you're working out one time a week. I understand. Believe me. If you would have told me this before kids, I would have been like, obviously. That's that's why we're doing this 90-day thing. And I'm working on it behind the scenes because I want to just set some structure to it. We're doing like a warm up with Sam right now. This is just to get back in the swing of things. And then we'll set a hard day for a start for 90 days. And we're going to push to the limit. To and we're see. bringing all you adults with us. hundred percent. You got to, but we're going to see like how, how far we can go in 90 days. Okay. And you're going to, you're going to blink and 90 days later, you're going to be like, wow. I'm so so I impressed. guess in the, in the case, you know, where people really want to see a, a solid transformation, just know you guys, I'm going to be starting, um, at the beginning basically where I, um, what happened was I had ivory. Okay. You lose like a good 15 to 20 pounds between the baby and the water weight and whatever else comes out of you, the placenta. And for me, same thing happened with geo. I lost that initial weight and then nothing else for a while. And a lot of people are telling me now, which is contradicting to what I've heard before is that you won't actually lose the rest of that weight until you stop breastfeeding because you still have all these hormones going through you. Hmm. Um, 
and I understand that, right? You have to be probably, you just have to be healthy in order to, to produce and, and you have to take in enough calories and so on and so forth. So, um, so I'm working kind of against a, a bit of a challenge. I feel like I have a major mountain to climb, but we're doing our best. Well, I think you look, you look lovely, but I think for your, for your brain yeah, and just like feeling like you're back in your own groove, I know you almost as well as you know yourself. Like we're gonna, we're gonna push you, mm-hmm. and it's gonna suck, but I think you're gonna you're gonna love it. I actually enjoy it. I, it's not that I I'm not you, afraid you to know, work that's out. That's funny you say that. You do because when Sam comes, I'm fucking dying. No, I enjoy working out. It's not that. It's the time away from the kids that I can't find. One hour. You say that. You say that. Okay. No, I but say it, it's, it, but I, it's so I mean weird. It. I feel like I mean that when I say it's hard for me to find it. I understand that. It is hard to find the time, but you do it for the things that are important, right? I know. I just have to make sure that it's important enough outside of them, you know, because they're okay. the most well, important. Once you thing. commit to ninety days, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a chance to say no. No, it's start. good. I think I think that I need that structure when it comes to this a little bit. Um I really thrived when I did wait till, workout. Wait till classes wait till and, you feel like people are counting on you. To be an example and to like show your progress week sure. after week after week, you're not skipping. No, I know. I'm I'm low-key pretty competitive. You know, so. or you start going live for some workouts, which would be dope. Yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it. All right, we're doing it. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. All right, guys, Aspiration, um, big ups to all of you guys who have reached out and said you've opened an account already. That's amazing. Congratulations. I hope you guys are loving the experience just like we are. For those of you guys who have not done it yet, you've got to get on it. Uh, and in case you've missed this, Aspiration is a digital banking alternative. So very similar to who you're banking with today, uh, but just better. Um, Way they, better. They actually care about the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas big banks will use your money to lend out for things like fossil fuel projects, Aspiration will never do that. They will only fund green projects across the world. They also do some amazing things like give you up to 10% cash back at environmentally friendly partners, which is insane. 10% mm-hmm. is so high. Um, you can also access up to 20 times the interest of a traditional bank, which is insane because right now you're, you're banking with a traditional one and you're probably earning next to nothing with any cash that's sitting in your checking or savings account. Yep. Um, so you definitely want to take advantage of this. All around, um, it's just better business. Like it's where if you really care about making an impact and you think about all the things you do with your money and where it sits, this is a place where you want your money sitting. Yeah. And it's something that I'll be honest, it's something I never thought about um, prior to learning about aspiration. I don't think I even thought like that my money was being loaned out while it was stored in my bank account. That's exactly what's happening. I know. I, I just never thought about it. And now I feel like I'm putting more thought into where I spend my money, um, obviously where we bank and what more we can be doing with every transaction. I just personally think it's so cool that every time I ring my card, it's going to plant a tree because I elected to do that. Yeah. It's amazing. It's just like such a small detail. You know what else I saw today that made me feel so good? Um, they have 14,000 five-star reviews on the app store. 
And they're newer too. So that means it's really it's yeah. like hitting the ground. Crush them. Um, you guys, for a limited time, you can go and open an account with Aspiration. And Do we're it. offering our listeners up to $200 when you open an account at aspiration.com slash adulting. Um, there's all the details online. Just go to aspiration.com slash adulting. And... Just because this is like our cool new thing we're trying to do. Um, we're going to actually give two of our listeners $50 each to pad your account, give it a little extra juice to get going. Um, we want to just do that to a support you guys, but also to support our partners and really make it a fun experience for everyone. So all you have to do is show proof that you open an account at aspiration.com slash adulting. And then we'll choose two of you in the next week uh, to send 50 bucks to you. Good luck. And now back to adulting like a mother father. What else is on the list? Oh gosh. I don't want to bore anyone with all my other stuff, but there's gotta be one more amazing thing on there. Um, you know what? Uh, do I, I did like... I see hungry person? <laughs> <laughs> there's a line and there's two words and I'm pretty sure it says hungry person. I just wanted to, you know what it was? I just want to highlight the fact that losing weight is difficult because I am, I'm a hungry person. I'm never going to be the person who can skip a meal who maybe just eats like a side of something mm-hmm. has a snack this week on adulting like a mother father. We're going to talk about being a hungry person. <laughs> and if you guys are hungry people too, you are my people. Yikes. Okay. So. Do we have questions? Do we, we have do, any more we questions? Do. Oh my gosh. Are you ready for these questions? Yep. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. Oh man. And then we're going to bounce on out of here. <sighs> this, I'll, I'll hit you with a deep one first. Okay. How do you find purpose in adult life? Dude, that's the hardest question ever. Uh, I don't um hmm. <laughs> I don't have the answer to that. I didn't think you would. No, I'm still looking myself. I saw something interesting recently. Um Lewis House had Sophia Bush on his podcast, mm-hmm. and she was so with so much advocacy was saying that not everybody has to stand for everything, mm-hmm. but everybody has to st- stand for one thing. So if you have a calling inside of you, hang on to that and really lean into it. Um, you know, all of these people, I feel like, especially in the last like year and a half, we're all just trying to support everyone everywhere and make sure that we, you know, do our part, do our part, do our part. But guess what? If we, didn't overwhelm ourselves with the idea of being perfect and helping every single cause out along the way. And we really just found that one that spoke true to us. And we did our very best for that one specific lane. I really feel like that would make more of an impact in the long run. Yeah. You're making a difference. And for me, that's veganism. Mm, So that's your purpose. I think that that has a huge, yeah, a huge purpose for me. Yeah. Just, just speaking about it, living the way that I live, doing what I can behind the scenes, whether that's, you know, donating or investing in business that help move the needle and and save animals lives. Like Mm -hmm. that is my purpose. That's cool. I think it's like, I'm always so impressed when, when people have these things nailed down and it's crystal clear, like what they're after in life and why, you know, cause I don't know if I've ever felt that. I think Having kids is the closest I've ever felt to having a real purpose. 
but I still have a lot of ambition outside of that. And it's, it's a really, it's a tough balance. Sometimes I convince myself, maybe my purpose is just being like the, the best dad and role model that I can be. But I still think there's more to the story. The only, the piece of advice that I can give for somebody who has no clarity themselves is you just have to experience and you just have to try things. So mm-hmm. the last thing you can do is nothing because you're never going to figure it out. But do everything and anything until things start clicking. It's good advice. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said, if you're finding parenting anxious now, are you worried about when they go to school or date, etc.? Do you think about that? Mm. I haven't thought about the school thing, but it's funny that they raised that because I can see how you are anxious because you're just no longer in control. Yep. You know, I totally get that. So I understand why people put so much emphasis on like where their kids go to school and who they're surrounded by. Um, I I can understand that. I haven't thought about it too much. So the answer to that, that one is no. Dating, I haven't thought about it that much. I mean, I think about it once in a while with with Ivory. It's that whole daddy-daughter thing. And truthfully, like my intention is to build such an amazing relationship with her, like full of love and respect and admiration for each other that like, I don't think I'll have to worry that much, you know, like I think she's, she's, she's going to love herself so much that she's going to make the choices that are right for her. And I'm, it's not always easy to do this, but I think as a parent, like trying to learn now and keep this with me going forward, like your, your job is to not control everything. Your, your your job is to really just be there to guide their journey. Like this is, they're a completely separate human, separate mm-hmm. life or whatever. You're just there to guide. And I think that that's, that's the approach that I'll take mm-hmm. and we'll see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, and I will give some piece of, I guess, advice that my friend told me she said that she and this is my friend who's pretty type a and 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 just a really solid mom she said that she had a lot of anxiety when her first child went off to school and it didn't take long before she really enjoyed the fact that her daughter was in school and that it it gave her this sense of freedom and a long t- in the long run, like it made her feel like a more whole individual with in turn made her a better mom, but, and it was great for her daughter to have exposure. So I think the big picture is, is that anything that we can't control will help, you know, mold them in a way that we wouldn't be able to. Yep. Okay. So this person said, which is probably a young adult, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. She says, how do you become more independent? I'm too dependent on my family. you got to just start taking responsibility. Like you got to ask, like if your parents are covering expenses for you, like you got to find the courage to say whether you can do it or not yet that like, I want to take this over. Mm. Like I remember how liberating it felt to feel like I supported myself a hundred percent, you know, at like 1920, something like that. And it's like, the, it's, it's a wonderful feeling, you know, it makes you feel like you start doing things like that. And then you, you feel like a real young adult and like you, you, it just gives you the confidence to feel like you can do anything and you can, you're ready to take on the world. 
really. I agree. You know, and one of the best things you can do for yourself is remove yourself from that. Your family is probably wonderful, you know, but remove yourself from that box of comfort Mm -hmm. because you're not growing there. Mm. You know, like if you got to move out, move away or like, you know, go travel by yourself or with some friends, like get away from doing everything with your family and, and only being there and like sticking around your hometown. Not that it's a bad thing. Like I feel like that's how you grow the most. It's how you learn about yourself and how you react to certain situations without the comfort of knowing that someone else has your back. Yep. I think it's empowering. I I'd say that it's not all easy, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea what this person's situation is. I'm sure their parents love helping and providing and love them so much, but watch how your parents look at you and treat you differently. When you start taking those responsibilities on, Mm -hmm. you become more of a peer than anything else, you know? Yeah. It's a different level of respect. Yep. Yeah. That's great questions. I said I would answer three and that's three. There you go. Okay. You guys, let's wrap up today's show. I hope you guys have a fabulous week being badass adults like you are. Um, feel free to email us more in depth questions. I think those are probably my favorite when you guys give us a little more context behind what you're asking and share maybe a little story or two. So at, um, you could email us at adulting like a mother father at gmail.com and Feel free to show us some love on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. We'll be back next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here, so make sure you tune in for all the goods.